Hello and welcome to another episode of the Successful Home Ownership Show with your host Richard McKenzie out of the greater Cincinnati area. And thank you for listening, of course. And with the Successful Home Ownership Show, we try to explore different aspects of not just the inspection itself for the property, but to help agents look for things and try to, well, let's say, also eliminate houses that would otherwise inspect poorly, uh, whether it's a condo or multifamily house or a single family, etc., big or small. They all have unique characteristics. And when you are looking for a house for your client, there are many things to consider leading up to making the contract on the house. So we try to point you in the right direction on these things with, of course, the perspective of the home inspector. And in our 20 years of existence, we have noticed many things that can help you be more successful. So these episodes, and there's probably about 200, 250 of them now, if you flip through the different episodes, find one that interests you as far as what you are going through, and it might be able to help you be more successful. All right, having said that, Today's episode is all about a condo in, well, I would say uh, it is downtown Cincinnati, sort of. It's along the river, so it does have the river views. And there are some things with this condo that I, some unique things that I don't think I've talked about before. And I want to cover them all in this episode. It's not going to be that long an episode, but as an agent, whether you are the listing agent or the buyer's agent, and quite frankly, for that matter, if you are the buyer, there's going to be some things to consider in taking care of these units because unlike a regular uh, single-family house where you put different mechanical items like the furnace, the air conditioner, the water heater, electrical panel, sometimes they are not in the places that you would expect. So condos are a unique thing. So I want to talk about these things and different aspects that you want to have a good rapport, good relationship with your homeowners association to make sure that you are looking after the building because you can't assume that the HOA knows everything going on. Uh, For that matter, uh, my mother-in-law, I'm going to kind of digress and, and switch gears a bit, There was a, uh, in my mother-in-law's, I think the building was built in like 1962. It has uh, 12 floors. Hers was like on the eighth floor. And something happened recently that was just a one-off. So the the, the building has a, a boiler for the whole building. And there is a drain line that runs for all of the uh, air conditioner unit slash um, circulating um, radiators, circulating water radiators. And what happened was the unit above on the ninth floor, um, those drains associated close to that, which are really not part of that unit per se, they're in the wall, they got clogged. What happens when a condensation line gets clogged that is used for the whole building? it overflows somewhere. So where did it overflow here? But of course, my mother-in-law's ceiling. So this was a really difficult uh, 
problem to solve and get remediated. And guess where the responsibility fell? And here's something to think about. Did it fall with the tenant up above, the owner, in, in the ninth floor up above? No. Did it fall with my mother-in-law's unit? No. Did it fall with the HOA? Yes. Why? Because it's actually part of the building, not part of that unit. So we figured this whole thing out after some give and take with the uh, HOA. And I tell you, with your condo building, it really does matter who your HOA president is. Okay, so so there's just some unique things I want to talk about in today's episode. I'm kind of going to be all over the map like I usually am, and that's okay. Um, well, at least it is to me. I hope it is to you. <laughs> um, so your HOA is very important. Read your covenants. Read your HOA document and make sure you are good with that with pet sizes, pets or not pets. You know, there's some condo buildings that don't have kids. I know they exist. Um I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. I'm just saying it is. So, so make sure you read those as well. Um, the things that have to do with the building that the HOA is responsible for would be things like elevators, the maintenance of the elevators, your elevator inspection certificate. Generally, if you ha- look in the elevator, it'll say something like elevator certificate located in the office. Well, what office? You know, you, got, you want to make sure that they're keeping up with fire extinguisher and sprinkler system um, maintenance and inspections. These things need to be inspected. How about the emergency lights? Those as well. All that stuff is beyond the scope of our home inspection, but it's things that we put in the report. Why do we put them in the report? Because we want to remind you to make sure that you are um, <clears throat> keeping keeping everybody honest who's who's in charge of the building and making sure that the maintenance is is being taken care of what about entering the building from outside are there sensor lights are there lights on timers Um, depends on how big your building is you might have you there are some condo buildings that are like four family houses and you're buying one of the units yes we've seen that it's like you take a house and you divide it up and you are buying one of the one of the units so to speak and it, it's it's kind of strange because it's like well you've got the foundation you've got the roof who's responsible for that um, so make sure you understand everything going into your transaction don't go in blindly go in fully informed and take all these things into consideration who takes care of the ground what does your hoa fee cover that's a monthly fee what does it cover what is it just as important as that is what does it not cover what is your responsibility okay so let's um let's let's talk a little bit about the condo that i just finished inspecting uh just a couple days ago great river views um and it was on the second floor and it had a balcony the balcony had a little concrete, very micro crack, but I suggested in the report to have that sealed because you don't want water getting in it and then expanding when it's frozen during the winter and it can make it worse. It's not like a horrible defect, but it's something that needs to be taken care of. Now, 
the I talked a little bit about um, the mechanicals, the furnace, the water heater, and the air conditioner, and, and also the electrical panel. That's not a mechanical, but it's a it's the electrical panel. And I want to talk about that for a second. And also the washer and dryer. We don't inspect those. However, I did note that this washer was not sitting in an overflow pan and you really couldn't see underneath it too well to see if there was a drain. Regardless, you want in a condo building, you absolutely want your washing machine if you have a washing machine inside the build, inside your unit. Um, and, and by the way, inside my mother-in-law's building, they're in the basement. Um, I don't believe people have washers and dryers in their units. Maybe some people do, but um, by and large, they are in the basement, coin-operated, etc. Um, so you can, you can have that possibility as well. All right, well, back to this, this one that I inspected. So you definitely want to have that uh, washing machine sitting in an overflow pan in case there's an accident. At least the water will be captured. It's better to even have a drain off of that overflow pan that goes down to the basement. However, sometimes that is not there, but you at least want to be able to capture some of the water if you have a, let's just say, an accident. Okay. The electrical panel. We do want to inspect that, and sometimes some of the older buildings built in the 60s may still have some aluminum branch wiring or Federal Pacific stab lock panels. That's something a licensed electrician needs to address. This particular unit, there was a one-off weird problem that I've never seen before. The water line for the washing machine was bracketed to the wall right in front of the electrical panel and right across the electrical panel, the bottom one inch of it, such that the person that installed it made it impossible for us to remove the electrical panel cover um, because that, that conduit holding the water line was right on top of the panel. And I was just incredulous. I didn't express that, of course, but I just said, this is kind of weird and a problem. It needs to be moved an inch down below the panel. I don't know why somebody would put it right over the panel. Um, So that needed to be repaired, fixed, changed. Changed, I guess, is the better word. All right. Getting on to the electrical panel. Okay. Um, Excuse me. Getting on to the mechanicals. What about the furnace, water heater, and air conditioner? All right, the air conditioner, a lot of times at these condo buildings is on the roof. So buyer's agent and listing agent, be aware, it really is, of course, part of the inspection to inspect the air conditioner. If it's on the roof, then we need roof access. Roof access is generally gained by first getting permission by the building's building manager to get on the roof. How do you get on the roof? A lot of times, It is through an iron uh, staircase that is bolted on the side of the top floor with a roof hatch that might be a hydraulic roof hatch. There might be a padlock on it. In this particular case, there was a padlock on the railing, which um, was supposed to prevent me from climbing on this bolted on ladder that was metal, steel. 
And then there was a, a, a lock that was supposed to be on the roof hatch, hydraulic controlled roof hatch, and that was unlocked. I did not ask for roof access because, well, for whatever reason, this one was already accessible and it kind of shouldn't have been and I kind of shouldn't have gotten up there without permission, but I did. Nonetheless, it was a good roof inspection and I was able to find the air conditioner well labeled, inspect it, get the year, get the make, all that good stuff. And so I'm just letting you know, listing agents, please try to be very helpful for the inspector to get roof access because the air conditioner is a very important part. And not to mention, it's good for us to kind of see the roof because that is an important part of the building and it affects all units and all tenants, especially, of course, the top floor, especially them, for obvious reasons. Okay, so, uh, so roof access is very important. What about the water heater? Water heaters at condo buildings can be the little short ones, they can be the tall ones. We see a lot of times where the water heater is hidden away in a closet that's up above maybe the laundry area. We need a, a ladder to climb an, a six foot little area to get up to this little shelf that's behind this little door. And I call them little short boy um, uh, water heaters that are compact, that are usually 50 gallons, sometimes 40. And they're meant to be used in condos and tight spaces and, and hotels for that matter. Um, so they're a little difficult to get to and um, so just expect to have to look for something like that. So your water heater may be in a pretty strange place. I've even seen them underneath the kitchen sink crammed over in a corner and it was like, oh my gosh, to put a new one in here, the person's going to almost have to dismantle the countertop and the kitchen cabinet to get to it. Okay. Now, <clears throat> the furnace is another story. A lot of times you have them in a hallway closet and it may or may not be labeled as to where it is and it's not actually in the condo itself, but it's in the hallway closet. Then you have sometimes where the furnace is um, inside the unit in a closet and the closet may or may not have enough combustion air unless there's a source fresh air pipe coming, um, combustion air, uh, extra pipe coming off of it or flue to allow combustion air to get into that closet um, and it's a very tight space. Now the third type is where you have to look for the air intake where the filter goes and follow that and then in this particular unit it was in the master bedroom walk-in closet above the suspended ceiling tiles which I had to move several of them to get to it and it was nearly impossible. I had to use a step ladder to get up there and I really couldn't configure my body in a position without destroying the ceiling to be able to open the furnace to take a look at it. But I was able to get the model and the, you know, the physical condition of it, etc. And it was really nice shape, but also the condensation pump was up above the master bedroom closet shelf so that if that overflowed, over that would go on to somebody's clothing and so forth. So it's important to have annual servicing of these items, probably at the same time, to do them at one time, not just once in the fall, once in the spring. And 
get them done all at once. Because the furnace contractor, you're going to want to make sure that they cover all of the clothing with plastic wrap because when they are doing their servicing, they're going to really have to move ceiling tiles. It's going to be kind of dusty, kind of uh, crumbs of, of, of the ceiling tile, you know, edges going onto clothing and so forth. So look for... Uh, and sometimes in that same closet above that shelf that I mentioned where you may have it at six feet above the ground I've seen where the water heater and the furnace are all in the same little uh, shelf closet thing whatever you want to call it uh, they're crammed in there pretty good um, so look for awkward places in condo buildings for the furnace and water heater to be and then getting onto the roof is also an adventure but <clears throat> The pictures that we get from some of these rooftops, well, they are somewhat breathtaking sometimes because you're way up high and you're overlooking rivers and downtown and so forth, and they're, it's really a lot of fun. I considered um, breaking the rules a little bit to get on the roof, kind of like the highlight of the inspection. Maybe it's the little boy in me going uh, down a creek and down a cliff, and uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's kind of an adventure and and uh, and the reward is the view so <clears throat> all right i hope i've given you some good useful tips on dealing with condos where the mechanicals are dealing with unique things uh, the hoa's responsibilities i would encourage you to go to the meetings if you have an hoa you want to know where your homeowner association monthly monthly um, fee is going, what it's being used for, how they're managing roof inspections, hopefully every year, every other year, uh, elevator maintenance, grounds maintenance, where's your money going? You know, some of these places you're paying for a guard at the desk. Uh, you know, there's everything in between. Um, security, sprinkler system up upkeep, you know, that money is, is pretty important. And there's a lot of things that, that a, a building system, it's not just your condo and the insides of your condo, but everywhere else. Um, mo for most times, we actually like to try to go down to the basement. We want to find your storage unit. If there's a parking garage, we want to find your parking place. We want to find how you get in from the parking garage into the building and kind of, kind of assess a little bit of the security for that. Um, what about the, the, the basement, if there's a laundry area, if there's a workout room? You know, there's lots of cool things that maybe in the course of, of touring and, and buying a condo, you didn't really realize all the different aspects and all the common areas. So we, we like to try to explore those and put pictures of those in the report as well. So um, this has been Richard McKenzie with the successful home ownership show with first inspection services out of greater cincinnati and truly truly thank you for listening